Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I welcome you to a, another episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 7.3. We are finishing up our discussion with our playthrough of Okami. Uh, it's been a very long trek, uh, and we're not done yet. <laughs> but uh, tonight I have with me Matt. Hello. And, uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. Yeah, the, the trek has turned into a grind. Yeah. <laughs> Officially, it has became monotonous for me. And I will definitely get into why. Mainly because we have beat two bosses so far. Big bosses. That have apparently been the, the biggest, baddest boss of them all. And um, we got another one. We, we can't find the boss of the bosses. Apparently. So we killed Blight. Who was basically... Corrupting the the big city of uh, Cyan or Cyan, however you pronounce Cien? it. Cyan, 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 Super Cyan. Good question. <laughs> but um, he uh, when he was destroyed, the uh, the 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 horrible cloud of corruptedness uh, dissipated. And uh, everything was right in the world until, oh no, the Blight formed this strange black mist that flew off into somewhere. Apparently the same place that uh, Orochi's black mist flew off to. Correct. So, now, what... What do we get? We did, did we run into Waka? Is that what happens? And he tells us to go somewhere. Uh, yeah. I think the first thing we do is go to. So, uh, when we were controlling the emperor, yeah, we released Kaguya. K Kaguya. Yeah. So, is it Waka that says to go find her? Or do we just go? I think Isn't that where we go first? Is we, we go find her? Yeah. Um, we kind of find her on the way. I, I think we were we were headed somewhere, but we run into her. And she says that she wants to go find her. She, she has to go somewhere because she, she felt a premonition. Or she saw a vision of where she, she needed to go. So she went back to see her grandfather, right? Well, no. The grandfather was just there. Because if you remember correctly, she wanted to leave without the grandfather knowing. Oh, yes. And the yes. grandfather was there. So, um, we go back to the, the, the hotel where the birds... Sasa Sanctuary. There you go. And, um, up at the top where we were before where we found one of the, um, the, uh, the canine guardians, um, there is something there that she can obviously activate uh, the bamboo dad or bamboo man, whatever his name is. He, he's the grandfather of the girl. He, we have this big revelation where he found her at this location and basically raised her as his own. 
and she did she doesn't remember any of this but she's apparently an alien <laughs> yeah this you know this game takes a lot of liberties but this section here was weird yeah made no like, sense this game has some random moments but this just seemed way out of left field so she activates this thing where it's basically a rocket ship that's made out of bamboo. Yep. <laughs> Comes up out of the ground. I'm not kidding. Comes up out of the ground. She enters it. And she flies off into space. Yep, that's that's how her story ends. <laughs> yes. She flies off into space and we never see her again. Grandfather's sad, but he knows she has to go. And then Amaterasu and this and are just standing there like... What the fuck just happened? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, story-wise, this part was garbage. Yeah. But at least, uh, at least gameplay-wise, we get the fire tablet. This is true. Which turns out to be rather important. Very important. Um, she gives us a token that she has been carrying around with her. Saying that it's going to offer up some type of special protection for us. We don't really know what yet. And um, then she gets in a rocket ship and leaves. Um, and then we continue on to uh, Ryoshima Coast. Ryoshima? Uh, yeah, we have to go. We go back and talk to the princess. Uh huh. And then she gives us the border key so we can get up to the Ryoshima coast. There you go. Yeah, we go back to the princess because we still think, Issen still thinks that she's, you know, not doing her duties as the princess. Yeah. So he almost goes back to yell at her and she's like, oh, here's a key and you guys can go check out the coast. You can go stop the water dragon, right? Yeah. Did she mention the water dragon? Yeah, we've been hearing, I think so. we've been hearing rumors of this water dragon going kind of nuts uh, since we entered the city. Because right, we, you know every, we, everything was dry in there, and we yeah. To, yeah. So um, we go to the coast, and um, man, <laughs> oh, yeah. this is um, is it, technically it's the the north Ryoshima coast because we've already been to the Ryoshima coast. Yeah. Um, this is the northern part, uh, where there's more to, to 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 do. There's not really that much in this part. I wish it was a little bit smaller. Yeah, it there takes... wasn't as much running around. There's there's not really a whole lot that you have to do. No. I mean, there's very little you have to do. But even if you count everything you can do, there's not that much in this section. I didn't do anything with the like the restaurant, and this guy's complaining that they're out of fish. I did do that. You do that a little bit later on, which I'll just go ahead and mention. There's a there's a guy out on an island, and he's looking for um. Basically, the chef of the restaurant said sent him out to go get fish, um. And since the water dragon has been going crazy, the fish are all gone. Yeah, I don't know if he wanted me to catch fish, but I figured we did our part by getting rid of the water dragon, so he can go catch his own damn fish now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, but yeah, it's just a fisherman. You help him out. He, he catches a marlin and takes it back to the restaurant. I don't know how he gets to the restaurant because he was on an island, <laughs> but, um, hopefully he didn't get eaten by the water dragon. 
So we go to the coast, and the first thing we run into is this uh, man who is um, – he wears a barrel, <laughs> uh, and he's getting beat up by little children. Um, they're making fun of him, and uh, you scare the kids away, and um, he's like, thanks for the help and stuff like that. He says, I'm waiting for uh, – for, um, something to happen you know we question him obviously we have to talk to him multiple times it's like we do with everybody else in this game and um he eventually tells us that um there is a way to basically stop this water dragon um or basically a way to control it and it's um it's all done through the power of the a different type of people that live underwater these are the uh, the dragon people. Yeah, the dragonians, right? Yeah, the dragonians. Um, they live underwater, and there is no way to get to the dragonian palace except by a way of a small well by the name of Orca. Uh, and Orca only appears to the worthy people. And uh, and only appears uh, was it when the sun sets or when the sun rises? I think when the sun rises. That's it. When the sun rises. Um. So basically, he says it appears over there on the pier. So I'll walk over there to the pier. Make it nighttime, then make it daytime again, <laughs> and then there he is. Or she, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. But um. Or male or female, I should say. But, uh... Do we have to do something for that thing? I can't remember. Uh, Approve our worthiness or something like that? You know, I I kept expecting that I was going to have to do something, but as far as I know, I didn't have to. Yeah, they kept telling us that we had to prove our worthiness, but apparently I never had to because it let me jump on its back and... Yeah. I went over to this place called Cat Call Tower. Yeah, because there's a bunch of islands off the coast. One of them in particular has a tower that goes all the way up into the clouds. Yes. Um, uh, Orca also uh, tells us that the only way to get to the palace is by way of a whirlpool. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we can't find the whirlpool right now. So... We go to Cat Call Tower where there is constantly a cat meowing at the top. And the rumor or the legend has it is that the uh, there was a cat that climbed the entire tower and then couldn't find a way to get down, like most cats do. So we go to the tower and... Um, what, what do we do there? there? There's no fighting or anything there. It's just you've got to climb the tower. Yeah, pretty much. So we don't get the ability just yet, but there's a special path that goes up the entire tower where we allow, there allow us to where we do a wall jump. Usually, we can kind of stick to the wall, and then we can just continue to climb. And uh, you have to go up this entire tower. Holy shit! Yeah, it's a tall tower. This is a very tall tower, and you have to go, you know, you have to go around it and up again, and around the other way and up again. Um, I never fell. I got close. 
Yeah, I never fell. So every time you go up, there are certain like checkpoints, basically. Yeah. And if you fall, do you know if you stop at those checkpoints? You can. No, you can fall straight off the tower because I did. Oh, so even if you're up on like the third level, if you fall, you can just go all the way to the bottom? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, Sucks. Although, like I said, it's not hard to stay attached. No. I mean, you can just sit there forever if you want to. But um, uh, these checkpoints, I do have to mention, these checkpoints have little cats where you can feed them. Um, And they, they only eat fish. They don't eat meat or anything like that. So you have to feed them fish. So I was feeding them because I wanted to get the uh, the praise. I climbed all the way up to the top of the tower. And there was a single cat there. And uh, Issen tells us it's probably hungry. We should feed it. Well, guess what? I don't have any fish. Oh, are you serious? Yes. I made it all the way to the top of that tower and didn't have any fish. So... I had to use one of my mermaid coins because there's a little pond, like a fountain that you can sit in that's basically the warp point. Yeah. Had to warp back to a place, buy some fucking fish. Oh, man. Come all the way back. I was like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah, I found out early in the game that I I usually keep about 10 of every food item. I usually do too. I just don't know why because I've never been using fish. The The only things that eat fish is cats and monkeys. Monkeys eat fish? Monkeys will eat anything. Oh. <laughs> Ex- except for leaves, I think. They'll eat seeds, meat, and fish. Oh, I only ever fed them meat. Yeah. So, um... Well, actually, they may actually eat, um... Herbs, too, because, you know, I mean... Obviously, they eat bananas, but... Anyway. Um... So yeah, I go back, feed the cat. The cat comes to find out it's a special type of... Um, you get a constellation, basically. It's, it's a god that's been hiding away. Um, very strange god. It's a god that's literally a cat on a wall. And you get the, um, the special climbing ability, which basically was what we've been using the entire time. Um, yeah. At the uh, going up the uh, the tower, uh, you can use it at these special points where there's uh, a, basically a cat statue, and you can draw a line with the uh, celestial brush going straight up, and it creates the the whole ability where you can climb. So now that we have that, we can do a few other things. Though it doesn't really tell you where to go here. That this this is this was another one of those where I just kind of just went around and at, at the different islands. Yeah. Um. So uh, that's where I finished the the whole quest with the whole the fishermen and stuff like that, and I ran into a place where you could replay a boss fight. I had to do a, I had a to, boss or any boss or it was it was the the, the spider, the first boss. Oh. Yeah. Found, How did you find that? It was like a little, like one of those where you drop a bomb and it explodes the ground and you fall underground. Oh, yeah. And it was straight up that boss again. <laughs> and it took me for fucking ever. It, it, it was today when I was doing it because I wanted to power through this stuff. And I was like, this is fucking annoying. I didn't know that this was going to be a boss fight. I just want to leave. But I had to finish that fucking boss fight and that took me like 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. 
Because that was possibly one of the most annoying fights that I've done. Yeah. But, um, so, anyway, what we have to do is we have to go back to the main shore, and there is a, um, there's kind of like a overlook where uh, you you can't reach it unless you use the the cat ability. The I don't know what what's the ability called. Catwalk. Is it catwalk? Is that what's called? Yeah, I think okay. so. Use the catwalk ability to climb up to this over. It looks like there used to be a bridge or something that went over to this cape, but it looks like it collapsed. It collapsed, yeah. And there's a guy there, and he's looking at the stars. You have to do this at night, obviously. Um, yeah, this sucked. I thought you just had to wait. So this guy wants to uh, wish on a shooting star. Yes. And he says, why don't you sit with me for a while? So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just wait for a shooting star to come, and then I'll do something. I sat there for like 10 minutes, no star came, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> Apparently you just have to draw the star. Yeah, you just have to put a, a mark on in the sky and a shooting star happens. He makes a wish and he wishes that the sky would be as beautiful as it used to be. And sure enough, um, the sky kind of clears out and you see this gigantic whirlpool galaxy, as they call it. So you go off onto this little, like, it's almost like a pier, but it's not really a pier. It's just a, like a walkway. And uh, you blow the wind. Use the gale st- storm to make the yeah. whirlpool galaxy. This is not logical. <laughs> no, not at all. You're looking at a galaxy, and you need to make some wind blow to make a galaxy rotate. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, then again, there's a gigantic water dragon that tries to eat us and stuff. Hey, the Loch Ness Monster could be like a giant water dragon. And that's obviously real, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sasquatch. But <laughs> I heard they just sequenced his DNA, actually. <laughs> but, um, so they... We we make the, um, the galaxy rotate, and it creates a whirlpool in the water. Now we can go to the Dragonian Palace. So we jump back on Orca, and we travel down to the to the whirlpool, and we go into the palace, and we walk in, and everybody's like, "Who the hell are you? What are you doing here?" <laughs> and then they look at you and say, "Oh, you're the White Wolf. Come on in." So it, it just it, everything happens kind of quickly yeah. at this point. It feels like it was almost rushed. Yeah, I was gonna say that about this area. There's not really any development here. No. I mean, there's a few things, but... So, like, we go to the princess or the queen of the Dragonians. And she says that we really can't control... Yeah, you you find out that the water dragon's out of control. Yeah, there's no way to control him. The only way we can is by taking this dragon orb... That is inside the dragon. And I'm like, okay. So we have to go inside the dragon, inside its stomach, and take this orb. It just so happens that this place is also the dragon's lair. And for some odd reason, the, the, the dragon is has got its mouth <laughs> on this hole where you can just drop right in. Yeah, it's not a glory hole. Yeah. Although sort of. Well, yeah. 
the the last the last time I ever saw the water dragon was whenever he was chasing my ass down in the water. He's always like fucking swimming around somewhere. I say we just drop twenty or thirty cherry bombs in there and then pick up the orb after we've blasted the water dragon apart. I, that sounds like a fucking plan to me. <laughs> Unfortunately, this dragon is much larger on the inside than it is on the outside, much like the sunken ship. Much like the TARDIS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So uh, it must be Time Lord, <laughs> like Time Lord powers in the dragon. <laughs> but um. <laughs> oh, you're gonna skip the the sweet digging game huh? where we had to start at the bottom. So I don't know. Like I I don't really like the digging games. You know, whatever they were, what they were, they weren't awesome. They weren't they weren't my least favorite part of the game. But before we went into the dragon's mouth we had to do the one that was different than the rest of them where we start at the bottom and then have to wake, make our way up. I didn't do that. What? I'm serious. You didn't do that? No. Where was this supposed to have happened at? So after we get the uh, the shell amulet from the princess, you can go downstairs and there's, you know, there's a room on the left side, a room on the right side. Uh-huh. If you go into the one room, there's like all these four little mermaids dancing around uh, one of the digging spots. Okay. So you have to talk to the fat mermaid in the purple dress, the purple like clamshell bikini. Uh-huh. And then she says, we're going to do a dance. And she says something weird about like the, you know, the spring is dry, even though they're underwater. So I don't really know why, what the problem was. But something wasn't happening, so she, like, after you talk to her, then you can dig in the center, and you go down, and it starts the digging game, but you start by falling all the way from the top to the bottom, and then you have to climb your way all the way back up to the top to help her then get back to the bottom. Didn't do that. So I thought this was the only hard one, because every other one you're just trying to go down. It's usually get from the top to the bottom and you're done. And this one was go all the way from the bottom to the top and then the top to the bottom. Huh. Yeah, I, I didn't do that any. Oh, weird. That was completely optional, obviously. Yeah, I thought it was required. <laughs> what did you What did you get whenever you finished this? Oh, God. Um, you know, it's a good yeah. question. One of those beads. Oh, it gives you, like, a, a, a brush technique, the fountain brush technique. Okay. I don't know if this is the one that lets you teleport without using mermaid coins, or if that's some something else. So, basically, I, I think this is the one where anytime, instead of throwing a mermaid coin in, you can just draw, like, a circle or a, a swirl. And then you don't have to use the coin, so huh. you can use it for free. That's kind of cool. Don't know if it's worth the trouble. I might just spend some coin and get some mermaid coins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, certainly it's not required. So at this point, I should just mention, from from where, from when I met, when whenever I got Cat Call Tower, whenever I got there and got the Cat Walk ability, from there to where we stopped was all in one day. Just just a a few hours ago. So at this point, I am rushing like a motherfucker. 
<laughs> because I'm trying to finish this game before we record. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, so... Anyway, we're in the dragon. <laughs> yeah, we fall down into the dragon. Uh, this one is actually pretty simple. Pretty it's short a, and yeah, pretty simple. It's a straight shot. You have to go get a key. The key is luckily not very far from the door. It's down below. Then you got to climb a little bit. No biggie. Uh, you open the door, and you see the orb. It's being held by muscle and flesh and sinew. Uh, and we can't get it out. So we have to go down this corridor. When we go down a corridor, we see that there is like this acid. It's like this red acid. I guess stomach acid. I don't know. Yeah, he needs some Tums. And um, basically what we do is we, we disrupt his bowels, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't actually know what the action we took was supposed to symbolize. Because there's a big sack... And there's like three, I don't know, three different uh, little little towers. Yeah. And you have to draw a line from the red sack to the tower and release some acid. And then once you do it three times, it like gushes out. Yeah. And it so fills. I, I don't actually place. know what that was supposed to be, what we were doing, but I don't know. It was the only thing to do, so I did it. <laughs> Yeah, we did that, and it basically fills the tower, or fills the, the room up with the acid. We make it back to the where the orb is being held. We shoot the acid with the, the fountain technique um, and uh, melt away the, uh, the muscle that's holding it, and we release the orb. We obtain the orb, and uh, all of a sudden, some strange things start happening. These little spirit-looking things that are not really spirits, as Issen says, um, pop out of nowhere. And then we begin the fight with the Firefox. Or multiple Firefoxes. <laughs> Firefox. Um, that's, that's, what they, that's what he called them. <laughs> uh, this battle was not too difficult. You have to fight three at a time, and then when you kill them, three more appear. And you killed them and three more appear. Yeah, it took a long time. I don't know. Oh, see, I have this. I have. I've been using this weapon since I got it. Um, it's. It looks like uh, yin yang symbols floating around. Amaterasu. Okay. Yeah. They're green. I can't remember when I got this one, <laughs> but it's basically a whip, and it hits. If you if you tap the the attack button really fast it will like whip and hit a guy probably 20 times wow so it's just it's like that and i upgraded it with uh some of the uh the gold, gold dust. dust yeah and that thing's powerful as shit huh yeah um and this this fight took me probably not even five minutes just just wailing on, dude. I may have to switch weapons then, because I'm still using the original one that I got, or that you start with, and I don't really have it upgraded, I don't think. So these fights aren't that hard, but they're, they're starting to drag on and take a lot longer than I feel like they should. Yeah. I would definitely get another weapon. I was uh, using my ink machine gun for a while, but... Yeah, I don't even use a blocker or a sub weapon. Like, I have it equipped, I never use it. Hmm. Seriously, I just, I just wail on them with that whip. 
and it, hit, it hits multiple dudes because basically it, it's strange how it works because when it whips it like it'll it, it whips back and then it whips forward and if it hits anything it hits it multiple times so if I whip back and there's an enemy behind me it'll and then I'll and then I'll whip it forward and it's and it hits a bunch of times and then I, I just go back and forth I can hit dudes behind me in front of me mm. it's crazy. So, so um, is it better for groups than for bosses, or is it good for both? It's good for both, because that thing, if there's only one enemy in front of you, you just keep whipping that thing. And <laughs> it just, it whip it good. Whip it real good. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> anyway, we finally get the secret weapon, after we beat these stupid foxes. Yes, we finally get those infamous fox rods that the, the that uh, Rao was talking about. And, um... What, what, what happens then? We we leave the, the 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 whole the water dragon basically floods with the acid stuff. We got to escape. We have a timer, not too difficult. Just run straight, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they give you a lot of time. Oh yeah, I had two minutes to spare. Out of three. <laughs> yeah. So um, we leave the water dragon. Uh, the water dragon basically dies. Yeah, it sinks to the bottom. And then uh, this spirit comes up, and it's the spirit of the Dragonian king. And he comes and talks to us, and he tells us basically that he had turned himself into the water dragon, so he he could possibly defeat the the the, the he didn't even say the name, just the big evil, the evil presence that's over on Oni uh, Island. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, Unfortunately, it is his time to die. And he dies. He, he floats off into another world. But we do have two new things. We have the uh, the fox rods as well as the um, the dragon orb. Um, when we go back to the shore, I believe we we or no, we're we're still in the palace when we leave. Yeah, we're still in the palace. And Rao shows up. Yeah, Rao shows up there. And she's like, I, I, I heard, I felt the presence of the water dragon go away or some shit like that. And she's like, um, well, do, did you find those fox rods? And Issen's like, yeah, we got them. And uh, they're like, cool, well, won't you hand them over? Because uh, now I can like build my holy weapon. Because it's like a, a good source to destroy the, the evil one. Issen was kind of this reluctant. He's like, I don't know, mainly because the the big evil is wanting to get these rods because it's it's like an ultimate weapon kind of thing. And uh, basically, what it, what he said was, whoever has these is obviously going to be the biggest target for the evil thing. Yeah, and we and don't, they don't want to put her in danger. Yeah, we don't want to put your big boobs in danger. <laughs> you and the girls. Yeah. So, um, but Amaterasu basically just says, here, take it. Yeah, he, like, snatches it. Yeah. And, like, flips it over to her. But, um, actually, isn't Amaterasu a woman? A female? Yes, yes, a female. There you go. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. Because goddess, she's a goddess, yeah. Um, just flips it over there to her. She takes it and runs off. Uh, we return to the, uh, the princess, or the, the queen, um, when we tell her that we killed the water dragon, or, or it died, 
So now we have no chance of beating... Or basically getting to Oni Island. Yeah. Because the water dragon had the ability to do it. Yeah, to pierce the barrier or whatever. Um, but we give her the orb, and then we have this whole, oh no, your husband dead. But um, there, the orb starts kind of kind of glowing and doing some some of its own stuff, and we see almost like a crystal ball. Uh, Rowell's being chased by some big black monster thing. And it's at the, the temple, the one where whoever it is is never there. The, like the owner of the temple's never there. Yeah. Um, so we're like, oh shit, we gotta go now. So we leave. We go to the temple. Uh, when we enter the temple, well, before we enter the temple, we start seeing like this ghost of Rao. Yeah, like beckoning us. Yeah, making us come to a certain point. Like, it kind of got annoying because it did it three times. I was like, I obviously know where the fuck you are. Stop <laughs> trying to tell me where to go. But yeah, basically behind the temple, we find a shortcut back into Cyan uh, City because Cyan City has been shut, like closed off. Because the queen, queen or the princess ordered it, but um, especially at the palace, it ends up. It takes us back to the palace. We run back to the palace and we see that the princess is laying there dead. She's been killed, and uh, we see Rao there, and uh, everybody's like, "Well, what the fuck's going on?" Or at least Isan is, and uh, Amaterasu kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. She looks at uh she looks at Rao and, and sees that Rao's not who she says she is. And her eyes change and she becomes very strange looking. And then she finally reveals to herself that I'm the evil one. Ah <laughs> It's been me all along. Uh, and now that I have the the fox rods, I am now the the dominant being in the world and Right, and you've lost your only chance to ever beat me. Yeah. So, we begin the fight with basically evil Rao, which I should mention. Rao was a real person. It was just the evil one killed her, and then made her look like her. Basically, a doppelganger. Yeah. So Rao was a real person, I guess. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I thought that was actually still her, and she was like possessed or something. But yeah, see, I, think, I think you're right that. Well, see, the prophecy that we saw in the crystal orb was when the evil one tracked her down and killed her. Instead of yeah, so then that it wasn't her. It wasn't evil Rao all along. Then right, it was only evil Rao for the last half hour. I, I'm I'm guessing because I, if she had the dragon or the the fox rods. And then got attacked, you know, she was actually trying to help us the entire game up until now. Yeah. I don't know, to be honest with you. I can't really remember. Or, I mean, I, well, I don't, I mean, I remember because that was only two hours ago, but <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, to be honest yeah. with you. So, um. I did like the, the lead up into this room. I think this is the room where this, you know, this game is, is beautiful, but it doesn't actually do a lot to. I don't know. It doesn't actually do a lot that, that's really unique or makes me pause. 
but when we were run- heading into the room with Rao, there was that section where you had to run through like ten different doors. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about that, but I thought that was really cool. And I yeah. thought that it, it kind of like built some suspense. I'm like, all right, this must be an important room to be behind all these doors. And like, because you never stop running, the doors open automatically for you. Yeah. So you're just running. You can tell you're getting closer and closer to something big. Well, not just that, but you have to go through a river of lava. Yeah, that too. That's where that's where the uh, the fire tablet comes in handy. So, um, Rao then turns into the evil Rao, I guess as they call it. it has a fox face. Yeah, fox mask. Yeah. The boobs are still there. Um, and she has a sword. This fight, like I, like I told you, this fight wasn't difficult at all. I whipped her good. It's just, I mean, it was just me just holding down that. I mean, I had to dodge every once in a while whenever she got ready to, like, charge up and, like, stab at me. Yeah. Just hit the little dodge button. I dodged out of the way and then kept whipping. But, um... We beat her, or not really beat her. Yeah, you beat her, sort of, and then she runs away. Yeah, she's like, ha ha, you think that's all you can do to beat me? I'm the most powerful being in the universe. And then turns into like this big, like, basically a fox with nine tails. Nine tails, basically. Yeah. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, it kind of just, it, it knocks Amaterasu back and we lay there. Oh, I'm hurt really bad. And, uh, then the, it, it disappears. It, it goes somewhere else. It goes back to, to Oni Island. So, um, to gather her army. Yeah. Which obviously that's where we want to go yep. now. And so finish her off. Yeah. We get up. We say, all right, it's time to go to Oni Island. So, which sounds too much like Coney Island to sound scary to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we go. We can't get there. Obviously, we find out um, through somebody's spirit. Oh, it was the princess's spirit. The princess's spirit shows up and says that I um, basically I was. Because what what happened was yeah yeah the the she the nine tails basically swallowed that orb that they were gonna use that she used as a protection shield or whatever um, and while it was inside of her body I guess the spirit of the princess got information from her and then she spit it back out and then the spirit came and talked to us with the information and found out where the island was this fucking game yeah. is crazy. That's pretty much exactly what happened, but that doesn't mean it makes any more sense. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what happened. She put her spirit in an orb. The orb was then uh, consumed by Ninetales. Then it was spit back up after we beat the hell out of her. She disappears, and then her spirit comes out of the orb to tell us, hey, I learned where the island is going to be, because the island is kind of like the island from Lost. It disappears and reappears different places. So, um, and it's going to be here at sunset. And then she goes, bye, I'm going off to the netherworld. So, 
now we know a time and a place. The only problem is we have no idea how to get to break the barrier to get over there because there is no water dragon anymore. So we head over to where the island is supposed to be uh, during sunset. It stays sunset the entire time now. We don't have to worry about manipulating time or anything like that. And when we get to where we need to be, which is basically where we, we blew the wind to make the galaxy rotate, this game is starting to sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the, the, the Dragonian queen is there. She has the dragon orb. And she says, well, I can turn myself into the water dragon. All I have to do is pray to the to the dragon orb, and it will turn me into the water dragon. I'm like, okay, get get to it. So she turns herself into the water dragon, and she makes a bridge from where we're standing to Coney Island, <laughs> and we run across her, and we uh, we make it to the island. Um. When we make it to the island, it's this big island. It, it, it's the evil layer because it's surrounded by lava. I got to say, though, at this point, as much as this game is dragging on, I actually really kind of liked being on this island. And it, I liked how different the environment was. Yeah. And I kind of felt like... I kind of felt like... It, <laughs> It, it, it reminded me of the old Mario games with the the castles with the lava. Yeah. Like Mario sixty four. And uh, that's 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 how I felt too. I mean, I like this this old. I guess you might as well say it's a dungeon. It 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 was decently paced, and it was never you never really got lost. Yeah. Where in some in the other dungeons that we've been in in this game. You could you could kind of get lost because there's multiple doors you could go through and you didn't know which one led to where and stuff like that. This one basically has there is a door it is locked. Go find the key. The key will be around here somewhere. And basically, it funnels you to where the key is and then conveniently takes you back to like a shortcut that takes you right in front of the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that happened multiple times in this dungeon. So, um. We have to do we, we we use the water abilities on lava now because we can't get hurt by fire because we have the fire tablet. This shit was annoying for me because apparently the celestial brush thought I was trying to light something on fire rather than uh, draw a straight line up. So yeah, because you can get use the, the water spout or whatever it's called. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, it just keeps wanting me to like burn something. I just want to fucking make a pillar of fire so I can ride it up. <laughs> Took forever. And yeah. I had to do it multiple times. <laughs> so um, basically, we, we make our way into the, the actual castle itself. And the castle, uh, rather, rather large, it's probably about... <sighs> yeah, it's pretty big on the... As far as the dungeons go in this game, yeah, but it's it's like 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 I said, it it's not it's not confusing. You yeah, know, you know it's exactly rather where linear, to go. Yeah. yeah, you know exactly. Mainly where to go. because of all these little races that you do. Yeah, 
So there's there's a few places where you, like they have rules where you can't or, or they have rules but you can break them totally. Um, uh, there's a few corridors where like if you fall you have to start back over and it's like there's lasers being shot and you have to like stun the lasers and then kind of move forward a little bit and then dodge out of the lasers way and then do move forward and stuff like that. We do a few of those. Like in Resident Evil 5? It, yeah, like Resident Evil 5. God, those, that fucking, the, those fucking sun lasers. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. I hate that shit. What is with Capcom and lasers? <laughs> but, um, but we eventually make it to this area where it's a trial by racing with a piece of paper. Yep. Um, this paper's name is Toby. Yeah, not as bad, not as badass as Grimoire Vice, but <laughs> he also doesn't like being called a piece of paper. This is finds, true. Finds it degrading. Uh-huh. Um, and it challenges us to multiple races. Uh, these races are relatively simple. I, I think I may have messed up maybe once. So I thought the first two were super easy. Yeah. And then the third one, I just I couldn't beat it, but I wasn't even close to beating it. So I didn't know what was going on. Which uh, one was the third one? The third one is the one where you have to jump over like the little saw areas. Okay. Like, there's a bunch of little saws, and I'm like, well, I'm losing all my speed every time I jump over these saws. Well, see, what I did was was that I go back to the other room and start running. Yeah. To, to where it would, it, I would start doing the supercharge run. Yeah, like the level three run. Yeah, and so that, and then like I just hit the button while I was running really fast and just kept going. I was like, that fucker can't catch me. Yeah, that's what I did too. But I ran around in circles, so I'm like, if if this piece of paper is watching me, he must think I'm an idiot because <laughs> he wants to race me. And then to get warmed up, I'm running around in circles real fast. Yeah, I gotta, and then I run over and start the race, like basically cheat. I gotta wind up first. <laughs> so um, yeah, but the the races are kind of cool, and and the, the piece of paper and Issen they have some pretty funny exchanges. Issen is like the most confident motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. Um, and this piece of paper <laughs> eventually, like, it insults. It insults Toby so much that like <laughs> he just basically starts saying ellipses. Like it just gets <laughs> sick of even responding. <laughs> so um, we do a bunch of races and things like that, and uh, you know a bunch of obstacles. Nothing too difficult. I thought that the one where you had to jump on the different platforms would oh, the be the second one. Yeah, the second one. I thought that was going to be difficult, but somehow I made it, and it, I, I made it by a long shot. Oh, <laughs> and I, was I like, messed up a couple of times, and the platforms rearranged so that I only had to do one jump. <laughs> well, there you go. But um, yeah, that double jump, man. Without that, I don't know what I could do. That double jump has saved me multiple times. Yeah. And then dash in the air. Yeah, that dash saved me a couple of times. Yeah. So we do a bunch of races. We climb a bunch and stuff like that. And eventually we get to uh, a couple of 2D sections. The first 2D section is basically just a bunch of platforming. Um, you, uh, there's, there's a few, like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a bunch of platforming. Eventually, eventually you make it to the top. You're, you know, and, and I should mention, there are a few times where you have to actually fight things. Like, you know, they force you to fight. 
Yeah. But uh, it's nothing difficult, and it's enemies you've ran into already. One of the races, that was weird. Yeah, it was the delay or something like that, he called it. Yeah, it was just a room. Like, you're racing, but you just walk in, you have to kill three enemies as quickly as possible, and then get to the next room. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that uh, relatively simple. Um, we we eventually make it to this uh, outside area where there is a statue of a tiger. With, That's a pretty cool looking statue, actually. Yeah, it's a statue of a tiger uh, with a bow and arrow on its back. The problem was there's no arrows. So we draw ourselves a little arrow on the back, and uh, I kept trying to put it in the quiver. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's obviously not right. But um, but that's, this is the next celestial or yeah, celestial brush technique. The weird thing about this tiger is that it pulls the uh, it, it pulls the bow back as if its tail was a scorpion tail, kind of. Yeah. So, I thought but that was kind of weird. That one, this one, <laughs> all of these gods are weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, we get the the ability. Was it lightning? Is it just lightning or lightning bolt? Uh. Lightning storm, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, we get I just the, called it lightning. Yeah, we get to harness the power of lightning, which is good because we've seen all these. I guess that are kind of like lightning rods. Yeah. Even though they look like serrated swords. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, what we can do is, is if we see any type of source of electricity, we can draw a line from that source to something else. Uh, usually to open a door or open a chest. Um, and we also start running into keys that have electricity infused in them. While carrying these keys, there are these special platforms that basically uh, sense the electricity and uh, activates kind of like a, um, a platform, like a floating platform that we can walk on. Um, this is used in a couple of puzzles and things like that. Uh, one in particular is where you have to basically find a what they call an exorcism key. Those keys that open doors. Ma- uh, the main key that you use to open doors with an eyeball on it and you stab the eye and whatever. Um, we, we forgot to mention all those. But, I mean, they, they've been from the very beginning. Um, and this room where... You basically have to climb platforms to fall down into the room to get the key, and then you use the key to open the door. It, it's 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 a simple thing. It's just kind of time consuming. Um, but eventually, you you make it back to the main room again, and you find this gigantic uh, uh, statue of a man holding a sword, kind of straight up in the air. Um, the sword is it looks exactly like the. Uh, I guess the conduits for for electricity just so happens there's a shining piece of electricity next to the sword so we uh we draw a line from there to the sword and the statue basically explodes and reveals a sta- uh, set of stairs going down so we go down uh there and we go into another 2D section 
this 2D section was a little different because we had to we had to do a little bit of puzzle solving and a decent amount of platforming for me. This and there was a bunch of different secret corridors that led to like a treasure chest and things like that. It had things where you could sell. Yeah. Um. But anyway, you eventually make it. This this 2D section basically represents us climbing the rest of the the tower or the the castle itself. And when we make it out there, we eventually run into this the top of the the castle and we're at the the big the big boss fight. We know it's a boss fight because there's this gigantic circular platform. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this That's is how you always know. You always know this is going to be a big boss fight. <laughs> it's number 1 on the on the to-do list once you become a boss. Yeah. Build a giant circular platform where Build I can arena. fight. Yeah. So <laughs> we run into the uh, the platform and uh, everything's quiet. No, we can't figure out what's going on. No, no one's around. Nine tails can't. We can't find her anywhere. Um, and then out of nowhere, we see a constellation. So we we finish the constellation like normal. And oh no, it's Nine Tails. Nine Tails have been hiding in the constellations, and she comes down, and it's time to fight. There's no way you can beat her. She's already announced this multiple times. <laughs> So, we begin the fight with nine tails. You can't do anything to her while she is just running around trying to hit you. Uh, she she has multiple attacks where she tries to slash at you with a sword. Um, she tries to shoot. I think she shoots some type of lasers at you, things like that. But what you can do is when she raises her sword in the air for some odd reason. I don't know why she does this. You can use the celestial brush to basically. There is storming in the background. You can uh, touch, grab lightning, put it to the sword, and it shocks her. So I have a question. Do uh-huh. you know if the lightning has to actually be showing? Because I thought they said it has to be, but I could have swore that I just dragged it from any cloud to the sword, and that was good enough. Perhaps I don't really know. I always. It seemed like I could always see lightning. The other, yeah, it's also crazy that she was using the celestial brush against you. Was she? Yeah. So every time you would pause it, she would start drawing in red on the screen. Would she? I thought that was just basically directions. I thought that was basically the game telling me, no, you can't use it right now. No, that's her using it against you. So if you take too long to draw your line of lightning to the sword. She'll blow you up with a bomb or, or do something to you. Really? Huh. Yeah. She fights back even in frozen mode. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Huh. I noticed yeah, the that. The second I... time because the ghosts earlier in the haunted ship could kind of move around even when you had frozen time. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I never realized that. I thought that was just like the game telling me because it, it was always drawing an X. And I was like, okay, it must mean I can't use the brush right now or something like that. So, um, but yeah, when she sticks her sword up in the air, you shock her. When you shock her, uh, she basically dissipates into nine different entities, uh, and these nine entities come after you. This is when my wonderful whip it good whip came in handy. Yeah, um, that would have sped this part up a lot. Yeah, when she dissipated into the nine things, I killed all nine things in that one shot. 
Wow. Yeah. It took me, I think, five different times to beat all nine of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, they just they stood there because it has crazy hit stun. Like I kept getting, I get, I get, I get hit, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I get hit and I just keep on whipping basically. Like it didn't really stun me when I got hit. So you know, and I already have my health like, I already have like a second row of health bar <laughs> down at the bottom. So hit me all you want to, <laughs> you know. Um, and plus I, my that that shield. That goes from red, yellow to green. You know, whenever you do a good combo or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't. It, it, I can't remember what it is. It's the Godhood or whatever. Yeah. You know, with that whip, if I would have well on a dude for probably like with just one good attack, it would it, w- it wouldn't fill it up, but it'd give me another color. Oh, so, nice. So I, I like it, you know I was always constantly getting special shields and and stuff like that and. I, I, I killed every... Oh, well, you only had to kill eight of them. Then you had to take on the last one, basically. And when that happens, then she turns back into a regular wolf... Well, not a regular wolf, a regular fox. And then comes after you. A regular big-ass fox. Yeah, a gigantic fox with one eye. Um, And when that happens, I, here comes the whip. Here <laughs> comes the pain. Um, Fighting in this game has become... a easy fighting in this game has become non-existent for me i just square 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 and that's it it's just a thing to take up time much like the the travel much like the travel yeah so i beat her it wasn't like any type of big you know i'll have my revenge or some shit like that she just fell over dead (laughs) (laughs) and then disappears into a cloud of smoke and we get another storyboard narrator. Yeah. That's why I said that this felt like the end of the DLC section. <laughs> yeah. And we get a um, another narrator telling us, and Ninetales was killed and she turned into a black of smoke and went off into the northern region. The frozen northern region. Yeah, where Yumi, apparently this super evil. I thought it was Yami. Yami? Yeah, maybe tell me. But anyway, the the super evil named Yami, which Nine Tells uh, mentions it before the fight with her, uh, that uh, her her big her boss or her master, I should say, um, uh, is 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 worse than her. They mention that right before the fight, and then it it um. Asked for me to save. I said yes. Uh, and then Waka shows up. We come back to the shore. Waka shows up, and we have a dialogue with Waka where he gives us another prophecy that we need to go up north to the frozen plains and uh, do it all again. Yep. Time for the next episode. Yep. And um, this is where I promptly turned it off and said, I'm done. So, if you want to continue <laughs> with with what you did, because how how much farther from there did you work? Uh, probably about three more minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, all I did was warp back to Shinsu Field. Yeah. And there's a cat statue. Yeah. So now you can climb up and get to 
uh, one of the upper terrace levels that was inaccessible before. Uh, and then once you're up there, there's a little kind of like a hut, kind of a like a giant rock that's been carved into a pseudo building shape. Yeah. And uh, it's got one of those fancy looking swords on top. So the entire place is storming. And you just draw your lightning over to it, which opens the door. And then you run through a really long tunnel underground. And then you come out and you are in the frozen north. And then I found a little save point and that's where I stopped. (laughs) And yeah, that's about how far I made it. (sighs) So one more good section and we're done, but... As far as the recordings are going, I guess we are done here. I, I, I most certainly am. Yeah. <laughs> because when I saved after beating Nine Tails, I was I clocked in twenty six hours. Okay, I'm at about twenty two. Yeah. Well, I mean, mine is a little exaggerated. Mine's probably close to about twenty twenty three. Yeah. That's a shitload of game. <laughs> and I'm going to guess we have... Five hours. Five hours left? I'd yeah. say five more hours left of the game. Yeah. Um, it sucks that you guys won't be able to hear us talk about it. Maybe, I mean, yeah, sure. I'm sure I will I will beat it eventually. It's just, right now, I'm kind of burned out on it completely. Mainly because, like I said, the 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 combat in the game has become basically me hitting square a bunch of times, uh, me avoiding combat altogether (laughs) and traveling. That's what this game has boiled down to for me. And I just, I'm kind of, I'm more, I'm definitely burned out on it right now. That's, it's, that's all I can really say, to be honest with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think this is a, a great game. I think it, it's a it's a very competent game. I think it has some pacing issues majorly. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and it's whew, it is very very long. Although I, I I gotta say I'm a little actually less burned down on it than I was after the last recording. Yeah. There's something about just, like, going inside the dragon. You know, that was nice and quick, and then Oni Island was long, but I liked the change of scenery, and it, you know, it wasn't complicated. Uh, I'm enjoying the variety of locations, and now we're in the north. Of course, there's got to be a snow level. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I'm not really surprised about that, but, you know, I, I like the change of scenery. As long as I know what to do, I like the game. The parts of the game that really frustrated me were when I wasn't sure what to do. Or it was unclear where to go. Yeah. As long as I know what to do, I don't mind. I don't don't mind the fights. I mean, (laughs) granted, they're not easy for me like they are for you. I need to switch my weapon up, but... (laughs) The, the, The thing that gets me, and the thing that I think more than likely will make the, the rest of the game pretty easy or make it make it not be as more as difficult to get through is that this section right here that we just played felt 10 times quicker than the other two sections that we did 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that more than likely this next session section won't take the very long. I'm thinking. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe like it feels like they kind of just came into their own in this section and, and it said, you know what, we are kind of running kind of quickly. It, we're running along and we need to kind of get done. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping because I really don't huh. if it takes me more than probably five hours to do the rest of it I probably won't finish this game. <laughs> well, I'm going to finish it before the end of the year. I need to pad my total out a little bit. I do too, but fuck. I mean, I've I'm got... not putting this much time into this game not to finish it. Oh, that's just true. I mean, Okami will be completed by me, I guarantee it, but I don't know when, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, again, I... Overall, I enjoyed the game, but I think you're right. The pacing issues are probably the biggest problem that it has. Uh, and, and, and for me, again, it was just the, the problems with when I wasn't sure where to go and I was just kind of wandering around. I just, I don't know, it just felt lame to me. But And, and some of the stuff that it, are, is just completely unnecessary. Like, honestly, a lot of the digging games, they were pretty much all unnecessary. Yeah. And there's, there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I even skipped, and and still it, it's this long. Trust me, I, I skipped a, a shit ton. Apparently, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that we can do after we revived, uh, uh, Cyan City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That whole city, I never, I never even thought about doing anything else in there. I'm like, no. oh, I don't have to. Good. Next section. Yeah. That's exactly how I was. That, that's enough. Same thing with the dragon. You know, I got the dragon gone. Go find your own fish. I saved the city. F- pick your own flowers or whatever it is you need to do. Yeah, and that was. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, and and this next section section coming up. I mean, I looked at the fact. The fact looks like, from what the fact looks like, it looks like it's a bunch of trials. Interesting. Very short. Like, let me let me take a look at them here because I mean we're pretty much done with this. I just want to look. You got Polkaton, which is all of. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven paragraphs that are short. It, it, it looks like almost like you're in a very small area that takes probably ten minutes to do. I mean, I'm just guessing, but from the well, if I'm, nothing else, I mean, it should be at least a little more exciting because we finally have the end boss to fight at the end. This is true. You know, not some underling. We're done with the underlings. Hopefully. Well, see here, there's a boss right here. Whenever we first make it to Kamui. Kamui? Yeah. And then these little small sections that they keep talking about. Spirit Gate. And then there's another boss named Nagi. Nagi, like the cave of Nagi? I don't know. Isn't that what Susano fought? Or Susano's grand... Great grandfather fought. Nah, Susano's great grandfather fought Orochi. It wasn't the. I thought it was the cave of Nagi, though. It could be the cave of Nagi. I don't know, dude. And there's more backtracking to do. Then you have to go back again, and then you fight Yami. I don't know, dude. This <laughs> looks like it'd probably be another six hours or so. 
Holy shit. For a twenty dollar game. It's a lot. I mean it's ten more sections. Hell yeah. The game, yeah. Man. Yeah, so that so that's another thing. I mean, as much as this game kind of overstays its welcome, I think some of that might just be a factor of the fact that we want to play it as quickly as possible. They uh you know, I, if if I was twelve and I got my PS two and this was my one Christmas game, you know, and this was the only game I had for three or four or five months. I wouldn't want it to end, and I would probably love this epic adventure. This is true. You know, it's at twenty. I mean, saying it's twenty dollars, it's only twenty dollars now because it's an old game. I mean, it's a full game, even though it's a PSN downloadable game. Yeah. At the moment. The the the, the thing it that that I want to kind of compare it to because obviously I've been making comparisons to this to to um, the Legend of Zelda. And I'm curious that if I went back and tried to play through Ocarina of Time again, if I would spend as much time in Ocarina of Time as I would in this. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to the last time I ever played Ocarina of Time, which was fucking probably 2000. Oh, yeah. If that, it might have been even before that. Yeah, so if that's when I played Okami... For the first time, and I would probably love that it was super long. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, which Okami? When did Okami come out? It was what? Th- it's six years old, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it was whenever it was, right before the PS3 came out. So it was about six years ago. Six years ago for me, I'd have been about twenty-one. Yeah, I kind of started having a life then. <laughs> so. <laughs> Damn that life! I know. <laughs> If it came out maybe uh, 2003, 2004, yeah, sure. I didn't have a life back then. Played football. That was about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this... I mean, I don't want anybody to think I'm poo-pooing on the game. I'm not. I think this is a fantastic game. It looks amazing on the PlayStation 3. I highly suggest people pick it up. You know, for 20 bucks, you're getting... A full-on game, obviously. You're getting a beautiful-looking game, possibly one of the best high-definition remakes I've ever seen. Yeah, um, for sure. And full trophy list. Uh, so there's a ton of content here for this for for what you pay for. And a ton of variety. Oh yeah, I mean, ghost ships, castles, fields, forests, mountains, everything. You know, it's a full full game. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine. See, there's not as many dungeons in Okami, but then if you when you go take a look at like the Legend of Zelda or something like that, that's basically what that game is. There's not much of exploring the world as it is finding a dungeon and then going to it, and then most of your time is spent in dungeons. Okay, kind of thing. And I'm trying to imagine the Zelda in Legend of Zelda. The, or I'll just put Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, the first whenever you're young Link. There are three dungeons to go through. When you're adult Link, there's seven dungeons to go through. And then what about when you're elderly Link? You're not elderly Link. Oh. You never get to... It's not like Metal Gear? No. Did you, you uh, keep getting older and keep going on new adventures? Yeah, no. It's This is... Um, Grandpa Link? Basically, young Link, when he uh, removes the Master Sword, uh, time passes i think like seven or eight years pass um where he was like i think he was like eight does he find himself a triforce uh 
no, he has the Triforce. He has a piece of the Triforce on him. It's imbibed inside of him. Or inscribed on him, on his right hand. So uh, does he have two brothers? No. That's where the other two parts of the Triforce come from? No, the other two parts of the Triforce is on Zelda and Ganondorf. Link has the, the Triforce piece of courage. Zelda has the Triforce piece of wisdom. And Ganondorf has the Triforce piece of power. So, yeah, I know a little bit too much about Zelda. <laughs> Ocarina of Time is one of the best games I've ever played, ever. So, um, but I, I'm willing to bet that I probably spent as much time in Ocarina of Time as I did in, in Okami. Possibly more, due to the fact that, like, there, you know, there are full-on dungeons that take hours to complete what do you think the longest dungeon in this game was i mean oni island definitely totally took me probably two hours yeah that that was a pretty long one um i'm trying to imagine which one was it it was the gale shrine took a while yeah um, that was relatively long, um, and mainly because it was one of those dungeons that you could kind of get lost in. So, um, yeah, I really don't know. I think this, I, th I think Only Island was longer, but it wasn't as confusing. Right. So, and who knows what, what lies beyond what we haven't played. <laughs> Because we still got a whole nother celestial brush technique to learn. Which uh, I kind of cheated. I looked this blizzard. So we get to free shit. Nice. So, you know, I don't know. I think, um, if, if, if anything, this game showed me exactly what Amaterasu was about in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> because like, I, I, I saw the dog... I thought it was a dog. And, you know, I saw that it had all these special elemental powers and it could do all sorts of different things in the in, in Marvel vs. Capcom. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. But now that I've actually played this game, they all make sense. Is the brush incorporated at all? I can't remember. It's been such a long time since I played MVC3. But um, I know for a fact that because it had that special dash where um, – you could get out of a way of attacks if from your enemy or from your opponent, obviously. Um, and it was like an air thing where the vine would come from Amaterasu and go to a blossom and then it kind of teleported her. Oh, nice. So so they incorporated a lot of this stuff into uh, Okami, which was actually really cool. Even the slowdown. I remember there was a – one of her hyper moves was uh, the slowdown brush technique. Where everything, like, you could slow everything down in slow motion for a little <laughs> while. Yeah, that's kind of cool now. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. <sighs> Okami's pretty cool. It's just a little too long for me. I will beat the game. I know I said I'd beat Chris and Jim Saga, but fuck that. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I will beat Okami because it's not difficult Crimson Gem Saga I couldn't beat because it was too fucking difficult 
it feels like ages ago since we played Crimson Gems. I know, it really does. <laughs> oh, jeez. We've been doing this for a while now. I, I, I kind of loved Crimson Gem Saga. <laughs> Go back and listen to that last episode and see if you say that in that last episode. Yeah. (laughs) I guess my hindsight's a little too rosy, but uh, I beat the shit out of it. I was okay with it. Yeah. That last section did suck. Climbing that dumbass tower. Oh, God. Yeah. That's pretty much it for Okami. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've said my piece. I, we think it's a great game, but I think there's some pacing issues that I, I really think that if they ever were to make an Okami 2, which they did make a kind of a sequel. What was it called? Okami Den? It was yeah, like the, the, DS. the DS. Yeah, I never played it. I wonder if it was as long as Okami. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's like a little Okami, right? Yeah, it's like a little maybe, baby Maybe it's pup. a small-sized game for a small-sized wolf. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, um, I will mention our next game, which will be hopefully next week sometime. Uh, we are going to be bringing one of our old school friends from Zombie Frog and Nate. Yeah, the always cheerful Nate. <laughs> he loves everything. <laughs> Ask him what he thinks about JRPGs. Or Firefly. Or Firefly, for that matter. God, we're going to get back into those discussions. God, I can't wait to talk to Nate. I know. I haven't really had a good conversation with him in a long time. <laughs> this is true. Can't wait to hear him rip a game apart. Absolutely. But uh, we'll be playing Metro 2033. Uh, not because it was totally free for everybody, <laughs> um, but because it's been on our list for a while now. Um, I think even we even mentioned it whenever we were still on Zombie Frog. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I will mention I have played a little bit of it. I've already started it. In fact, I played about two and a half hours of it. Last night. Oh, nice. Um, that game, that game's good. That game's fucking creepy. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I was, I was speculating bully. In fact, I was, I, I was thinking he was gonna say bully, but he said metro because it's shorter. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that because I'm sick of sh- long games right now. Because holy shit, we played a lot of long games. Yeah. I'm ready for some nice rotating landscapes here. Absolutely, but um, I don't know how how many episodes it'll take to do uh, Metro. I got a good chunk of that stuff done yesterday, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to jump into uh, uh, our next first-person shooter. We've already done one. Uh, this will be quite a, quite a bit different of a first-person shooter than Halo. Oh, most definitely. This is I mean, a, this is a survival horror game, for the most part. I mean, there there is a lot of shooting involved, but this game is very atmospheric. Um, so I'm 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 kind of excited to hear what your guys' thoughts are on it, and I'm sure our listeners are too. But um, yeah, I want to remind everybody, please leave us an iTunes review. Um. We would greatly appreciate it. We have six right now. Um, we will read them on the air. I guarantee it. If you you can send us an email, uh, you can send me an email. It's uh, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. Please send me an email. Let me know how we're doing. Uh, you can suggest games to us. We are always open for suggestion. Um, I, let us know. You know what you want to hear. 
you know, we'll, we'll definitely give it a shot. Um, we're trying to expand our horizons a little bit. Um, I know we're still doing things pro- from, you know, obviously this gen and last gen, but uh, I think I- I'm willing to do some retro eventually. Hey, my, I, if it were up to me, we'd do a lot more PS1 and 64 era games. Matt, this is our show, you know. We can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> just mention some, man. That's I, I, like I told you. I was like, you know, I'm just making suggestions. But I mean, if you say, "Hey, I want to do fucking Vagrant Story," or I want, I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, but at, coming off of this game, I need a breather. Yeah, I, I was going to even suggest Xeno Gears. Oh yeah. Because oh man, Xeno Gears is long. <laughs> I was even thinking Final Fantasy VII, especially now that it's on the PC. Yep. But Final Fantasy VII, that's an 80-hour game. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a breather, you know, get get through all the, the short ones and stuff like that. Have Nate on. Have him bitch about some stuff. Hopefully, um, find some uh, find another guest host. Um, but, yeah, uh, definitely um, give us some feedback. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us both on Twitter. Uh, mine is at DMLFury, and Matt is at REMGS. Uh, so drop us a line on Twitter if you'd like, where I'm always there. I'm always talking about something. <laughs> so um, definitely do it there. Uh, but I do appreciate you guys listening, and um, just let us know how we're doing. But anyway, that is it for Okami. I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about it. I know we enjoyed playing most of it. And um, we will be back next week with uh, Metro 2033. But uh, that's it. I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>